Welcome to the Stop Down Photography Podcast, episode 50. I'm Scott Davenport. Today's topic is the 50-50 landscape photographer. Hi, welcome. Thanks for joining me today. I'm glad to be back with you for another chat about photography, this passion we share. And in today's episode, let's take one more step on our never-ending journey of photography. Episode 50, made it to 50 episodes, a very nice milestone. And that is in no small part thanks to you for listening. Now, while I'm not in this for the numbers, seeing a steady download rate is certainly encouraging, as are your questions and thoughts about the show. It lets me know I'm not talking into a vacuum. So thank you very much for helping me with encouragement to get to episode 50. And I would like to hear from you. Share your thoughts about the podcast. Ask a question. Suggest a topic for a future episode. You can reach me directly using the contact form on stopdownpodcast.com. Messages come straight to me. No robots. So for episode 50, I have to admit, I was happy that I'd been thinking about this topic, the 50-50 landscape photographer, for a few weeks. And I actually planned to talk about this topic last week and then realized the alignment of the 50s. And, well, I just couldn't resist the numerology here. So here we are, episode 50. We're going to talk about landscape photography, my primary genre. But we're not going to focus on camera techniques or tripods or weatherproof gear in the next epic trek to some far-flung corner of the globe. Because, let's be real, in late 2020, as I record this, an epic trek is not in the cards for most of us. The COVID-19 pandemic is still a force to be reckoned with, and some days it feels like a walk to the mailbox is kind of a treat. So what has been on my mind, though, is how we approach landscape photography and what our state of mind is when we do go out to capture photos. What expectations do we have or don't we have when we head out into the field? And how does that mindset affect our photography? If you enjoy today's podcast, please do share it with a friend, share it on social media with your camera club, and if you can, please leave a rating on Apple Podcasts. The fresh current ratings help other photographers find out about the show. On one of my last photo outings, about a month ago or so, I didn't have incredible photo conditions. Nature served up what it served up. <laughs> That's kind of always how it goes, right? If you're a landscape photographer, you know exactly what I mean. So, no killer skies, no dramatic light. It was an average day, enjoyable, gratifying, and it yielded several good photos. I shared a bit about this trip back in episode 45. Since that visit to the ocean, I've been thinking about, you know, why did I enjoy that outing so much? You know, sure, there was just the happiness of being out with the camera, especially in the latter half of 2020 when the visits were less frequent. I also think it has to do with how a landscape photographer approaches a location. The frame of mind has an influence on what we see and ultimately the photos that make it into our cameras sort of touched on this back in episode 8, early in the podcast, in an episode called Photography is to Savor, Not Conquer. Now, in that episode, I postulated there are two types of landscape photographers, the run-and-gun one that conquers the landscape, capture frames, move to the next battleground, and the explorer photographer that uses the camera as a conduit to experiencing the world. 
The great photos are part of that experience. If you haven't listened to that one, I'll put a link in the show notes. But for this podcast, The 50-50 Landscape Photographer, I want to talk about the mindset that we have when we are approaching a scene. What are we thinking about? Do you go in with a plan? Prior to ever setting foot on location, do you virtually scout? I've sure done that. Checking online maps, 3D maps, satellite imagery, figuring out access points, where to park, what compositions there might be. Do you scour the weather forecasts? My hand is raised. Weather forecast, sky predictions, tide charts, wind directions. What about a shot list? Like a wedding photographer or a portrait photographer, do you head to a location with a set of images you intend to capture? I've certainly done these things, except maybe a full-blown shot list. For video footage, I'll do a shot list or at least a set of things I want to capture, but less so for the still photos. But I certainly plan photo outings, especially when going to a new location. In fact, I just did this type of preparing for an early morning hike, broke out the 3D maps, checked the access points, saw a few photos of the area courtesy of Google. Yet the thing I've been thinking about with respect to planning is while it's comforting and it certainly can reduce the stress of arriving on location, you spend less time with the logistics, more time getting into position for photos, but is it a double-edged sword? Does the planning limit thinking for the types of photos we capture? And by that I mean, does it close our minds to other opportunities a location may offer? Do we get so focused and fixated on one particular subject or angle or composition that we envisioned while planning that when we get on location, we just simply miss, we just don't see other opportunities? You want to get that one photo and you don't see the other five that would slap you in the face if you hadn't done that pre-visualization. To take it a step further, does planning limit your choices in the planning stage do you discount locations because they are quote unquote not good photo spots or do you discount going somewhere because of the time of day or don't go out entirely because conditions quote unquote aren't good does planning consciously or subconsciously steer you to tried and true photo rich locations which granted are beautiful well worth visiting don't get me wrong but at the cost of trying a different place instead or branching out and expanding your exploration of a landscape. So how to avoid falling into this planning trap where we will not be able to see the trees for the forest? Well, a polar opposite approach could be the aimless wander. No particular concept or notion heading into a photo shoot. You just go out into the wilderness, you are an empty canvas, an open receptacle, and you find what you find. And that sounds intriguing and needs some practice, I think. There's some time required to become attuned to seeing a photo opportunity. I'll do this from time to time, challenge myself by going to, let's say, an empty beach where I would normally go photograph waves interacting with rocks. And what if I went to a beach that doesn't have those things? It's just a beach. And after a little bit, I do get into that photographer's zone and find the photos. 
Yet I don't think wholly unplanned visits are viable for many of us. At first, I think the aimless wander approach will yield fewer keeper photographs. Excursions into uncharted territory run the risk that, well, the uncharted is just plain boring. And uh, most of us also don't have infinite time to dedicate to photography. We fit photography into our otherwise busy lives. So when we get the chance to be out with the camera, we want to maximize our keeper potential. So here is my compromise. If you're a planner like me, spend half your time on location getting the shot you planned for. When it's banked and in the camera, or when you know conditions are not going to give you that pre-visualized photo, move on. Spend the other half of your time exploring, being open. Switch gears and begin the aimless wander. View the location with fresh eyes. Change your lens if you need to. Ditch the tripod. Go handheld. Photograph something else close up and forget the wide landscape. Just do something different. Be open to what the location has to offer on that day. Whether nature aligns with what you planned and pre-visualized, it's very, very likely there's more the location can offer you beyond what you've thought about. Be the 50-50 landscape photographer. Half planned, pre-visualized, half open to new experience. Harking back to the outing I mentioned at the start of the episode, that's what I did on that particular outing, and I think it had a lot to do with why I enjoyed it so much. I was perched up on a rock for a good chunk of my time there, waiting for my planned shot, waiting for nature to materialize that A-list photo. And while I waited, I shifted to the aimless wander. I poked around with a second camera, handheld, scouting a bit, scoping out additional photos to capture after I'd banked my planned image. And a variation on this idea, instead of a 50-50 photographer, you could be the A-B photographer. Location A is what you planned for. You go there, you do your shoot, you get the photos you planned for. Tack on location B. Treat it as a scouting trip. You know, just take a, a route that's different than the way you got to location A. Take a different route home and stop by somewhere else as a secondary shoot. And the whole point being, you'll experience more, you'll be open to other photo opportunities, and it will expand your eye for your landscape photos. I still think planning is good, and I will keep doing it. I'm also going to keep reserving time during each trip for meandering. Find what I find, see what I see, keeping an open mind, and more often than not, when I do that, I leave a place with a richer, more complete body of work. So I put this 50-50 principle to work just a couple of days ago as I record this. I went to a set of hiking trails I hadn't been to before, so I did my pre-planning. I chose a section of trail to photograph, it's dirt and gravel path that slowly curved along a ridge line into the layers of hills, and it was a nice, very cloudy morning, so there's a lot of uh, character in the sky, so nature cooperated with my vision. But while I had one camera set up on a tripod to capture that scene, I poked around with a second camera, did some handheld work, 
did some more close-ups of mist and haze, you know, zooming in, punching in on smaller sections of the landscape. Even took a couple of photos of just the pure sky. I don't often do a sky replacement, but when there's a nice sky, I'll capture it. There's no harm in having a good sky library when you need it. And I left with more than just my pre-visualized photo. If I hadn't done the poking around, I would have left with one, maybe two photos of fundamentally the same scene, just with slightly different events happening in nature, pre-sunrise versus sunrise in my case. As I record this, I haven't processed the photos from that outing yet, but hopefully I will before this episode goes live and I'll have some photos from this outing on StopDownPodcast.com along with the episode. One other thought for avoiding the trappings of over-planning and closing yourself off to opportunities is take a photo workshop. I mean, that's a great way to go. Let the workshop instructor deal with the logistics, the access, when is it a good time to go, when it is not. Let her offer up suggestions on the good photo opportunities. You can just go along for the ride, be on location, maybe have a few pre-visualized shots. You'll kind of know where you're going to be going. But you'll have good confidence that the location selected will have good photo opportunities and you'll be free to explore and much more open to finding other things, just taking it all in, than if you did that hardcore planning yourself. Before I close out episode 50, thank you to the supporters on Patreon. It is your support that makes this podcast possible, and you're helping thousands of other photographers learn and grow their craft. You're supporting not only this podcast, but other work I'm doing with free tutorials, free videos, other educational materials, so we can all become better photographers together. That is the whole point of why I sit down and record podcasts or make videos. I want us all to become better photographers. And the folks that are supporting this on Patreon believe in that. So thank you very, very much. If you are interested in joining us, there is a support the show button on every page of stopdownpodcast.com where you can check the show notes. There's a link there. You can learn more about it. So get on out there with your cameras, become the 50-50 photographer. And if you're someone that doesn't do planning, I talked a lot about planning in this episode. Hey, maybe give planning a try, add that to your repertoire and see how that expands your photography. If you enjoyed the podcast, please do share it with a friend. And if you can leave a rating on Apple Podcasts, very much appreciated. And until next time, my name is Scott Davenport. Have fun. Mm-hmm.